No House Advantage is taking a different spin on daily fantasy sports by offering player prop contests across the NBA, MLB, NFL, and PGA for cash prizes. This is an awesome new fantasy sports platform that's leveling the playing field and making it easier to win than on the traditional fantasy sports apps. Download the No House Advantage app and check out our daily player prop contests without having to make a deposit. Play in public guaranteed cash prize pool contests or create your own private contest with friends. Use promo code EDGE when signing up and they'll match your first deposit with up to $20 in free play. If your first time deposit is at least $10, we'll set you up with a free PFF EDGE annual subscription. No House Advantage offers daily prop contests that include all types of player statistics. Featured player prop contests combine players of different positions across several statistical categories. Compete against users and track in real time as you climb the leaderboard. Download the No House Advantage app using promo code EDGE and they'll match your first deposit with up to $20 in free play. And your first time deposit, if your first time deposit is at least $10, we'll set you up with a free PFF EDGE annual subscription. PFF's Daily Betting Podcast. Austin Gale here with my guy, Ben Brown, ready to rip it up. Brett Rippin, rip it up after a interesting Thursday night game. The total, I think, when this game first opened up was at 40. It got up to 41 before opening kickoff. But there was a lot of scoring in this game. Not a lot of great football, but there was a lot of scoring. The Denver Broncos end up winning this game, their first win of the season, 37-28 against Adam Gase, Sam Darnold, and the New York Jets. Ben Brown, initial reactions to this game. It wasn't the dumpster fire it was made out to be. Still tough to watch at times, but definitely entertaining. Yeah, I mean, it definitely wasn't that bad. It was definitely entertaining. I mean, we got eight field goals. They went eight for eight, so I guess that's pretty good. I mean, kind of what you expected from the game, but Adam Gase, I think, really needs to go for it on that fourth down there at the goal line, or, you know, not necessarily at the goal line, in the red zone, basically. Not really settle for the three-point conversion. I think that was probably a poor choice on his, obviously, looking back, it really didn't work out well, but Darnold looked all right. He looked like a little bit. I mean, he was definitely shaking and grooving out there with some pretty decent rushing attempts. Thankfully, he did take six sacks, which obviously is not good. Um, people don't really seem to look um, at that set too much as a quarterback sack, but it's definitely something that they control. So that was probably the worst situation for him to put the team in at that point. They obviously had a few sacks on crucial downs there towards the end when they were trying to drive. So I don't know the front seven for the Broncos hadn't really looked too good coming into this game. I think they had right around 22% of dropbacks had pressure, which is like the fourth lowest percentage to start, you know, this week, basically on the season. So from that perspective, I don't think the jets look good. And I don't know if they're not going to beat a third string quarterback on Thursday night football at home as a favorite. I, I don't see uh, what game they're actually going to end up winning at this point in the time in 2020. So we'll see. What are your thoughts on the game? I mean, especially you takeaways. Have a, you have a pick six in this game. You get three interceptions on defense, but still offensively, you're unable to kind of come up with this win. Sam Darnold went 23 or 42, 203 yards. It's 5.5 you know yards per attempt. Obviously, took six sacks in this game as well. I think. You know, they ran too much on early downs. I thought they leaned on Frank Gore both in the passing game and as a runner too much in this one. And I know they don't have a great supporting cast. They're throwing to a combination of Jameson Crowder, Jeff Smith, and Chris Hogan for, you know, more than you'd like to. You know, you'd like to have a better receiving core than that. However, I still think some of this is on play calling, decision making on fourth down. I think offensively, this is a game you got to come away with. And I know the Denver Broncos, though, going into this game, led by Vic Fangio, or, you know, 
up there with one of the better defenses in the NFL, but this is a team without Von Miller. Bradley Chubb was hurt in this game. Defensive, from a defensive back standpoint, the Denver Broncos are still hurting, trying to find ways with A.J. Boye hurt as well. I'm more concerned with the Jets' offense in this one than I am with their defense. I, I think their defense yeah. kind of showed up better than um, maybe you expected. I'm just – I don't know if we're going to see this Sam Darnold-led offense or Adam Gase-led offense put up points against anyone this year. Yeah, I mean, like you touched on, he just has no offensive playmakers really around him, and he's not really a playmaker in general, so it could be a really long season for him. I mean, one – thing I was excited about initially is I kind of liked Lawrence Cager coming out of Georgia. He was, I've kind of been a fan of him um, last year and the year before. So I was excited to see him get some reps. So I'm hoping that, you know, the hamstring injury looked like that he left with, I'm hoping he actually can come back a little bit. Cause I think he could actually be somewhat relevant in the passing game. But yeah, it was the same old Jamison Crowder show, basically getting seven for one ten, kind of doing the possession receiver thing, but they really don't have too much else on the outside. I mean, Chris Herdman looks awful. I mean, he had, you know, one one catch basically on three targets and a drop so um just from that perspective i don't think the jets are going to be good at all this year and i think you know taking away um you know obviously brett ripen had three interceptions i had some bad throws but i think he looked pretty decent for the most part too he actually didn't take any sacks which is kind of a big plus from a quarterback perspective of course you want to cut out you know the three interceptions but i don't think it was necessarily um all bad from his perspective and i do think tim patrick was definitely a bright spot for denver it looks like both noah fan and kj hamler left early with injuries so i think that he's going to be someone that's definitely much more involved um, and he was pretty good coming out of college as well undrafted free agent of course but i think his average depth of target at utah in this final season was right around like 17.3 so he obviously flashed a little bit of that downfield threat um tonight even so i do think he's definitely going to be probably fantasy relevant here going forward which i think is pretty exciting um you know depending on who's actually the broncos have at court back here the two really bad plays for Rippon were the you know the two picks late in that game but that i do think he was throwing the ball with accuracy looked a lot better than the quarterback playing opposite of him and and even you know you talk about the denver broncos they also don't have a ton of you know elite receiving talent or skill players like the jets right now obviously philip Lindsay did not play in this game melvin gordon 23 carries 107 yards and two touchdowns in this one and the play without Cortland sutton no fan went out with an injury early in this game with Tim Patrick and Jerry Judy leading the team in receiving yards respectively in this one. I, I don't know if you're necessarily touching either offense in 10 team fantasy football leagues. I, right. I think they're going to be all that great. And you're going to be really dependent on touchdowns from Melvin Gordon and others in this offense. But in 12 team leagues, I lean, you know, Brett Rippon, a Brett Rippon led Denver Broncos offense than I would what's going on uh, with the New York Jets, man. I, look at ahead. Um, what's your opinion of, you know, what the New York Jets need to do with this Sam Darnold, Adam Gase? I, I'm interested to know, like, do they light a blowtorch to this thing or, or where, where, what are I the mean. connections builder? <laughs> Tired of losing in fantasy sports? Times are changing. Now it's just you versus the numbers. Prize Picks is the perfect place for you, whether the injury bugs ruin your season-long team or you are a season vet in daily fantasy sports. On prize picks, you simply select two, three, or four players and predict if they'll go over or under the fantasy projection. Think Mike Evans is going to score a touchdown with 100 plus receiving yards? Take his over and win real cash today. Prize picks gives you the chance to win 10 times your money for getting four predictions correct. Entries are so simple, they can be made in less than 60 seconds. Sign up today at prizepicks.com or on the PrizePix app and use code PFF to get a 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. PrizePix truly is daily fantasy simplified. I don't know if there's any option but lighting a blowtorch to it at this point, right? I mean, 
I don't see any more winnable games for him on their schedule. I mean, maybe they'll get a break with another quarterback going down because of injury. But at this point, they are definitely the odds on favorite um, to get the number one overall pick in the next draft. And they can obviously take their selection of, you know, basically two of the best quarterback prospects that we've seen in quite some time. But are you really going to trust Adam Gaze to, you know, continue on in this Jets organization and take over, you know, the reins and actually make that crucial decision as far as who you choose in between Trevor and Justin Fields. I mean, that's just something that he has not earned the right to do at this point. So yeah, I think uh blowtorch is basically the only option because, you know, we already touched on it a little bit, but they have no real skill position players. At least the Broncos have those skill position players in the building, even though they're not necessarily playing right now. Like I do think no offense, a solid player. I do think Jerry Judy is going to develop into a solid wide receiver. Of course, Corton Sutton last year had a really quality year as a wide receiver, but you look at the Jets um, room, especially on the offensive side, especially at this offensive skill position side. I mean, people expected things from Chris Herndon, but other than that, it was going to be, well, we have Jamison Crowder, the possession receiver who, you know, can create some separation, but it's probably a pretty okay or average number two receiver at best in a high quality offense. So, um, yeah, I think really the only option is blowtorch. I mean, Frank Gore is getting 13 carries for you guys at this point at, I don't even know how old he is. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's Doing a bit of a postmortem here, let's look at how, you know, some of the player props, you know, turned out. I know you wrote a piece on Jerry Judy's under four and a half receptions, which hit two receptions, 61 yards for Jerry Judy, and the Sam Darnold over uh, eight and a half rushing yards, which hit early in that game. He had that really fun touchdown run. He ended up finishing with six carries for 84 yards and a touchdown. What other props did uh, PFS Tool have, you know, were high on, and what were you looking at in this game? Yeah, so basically overall, our player props tool went seven and five on things that had one percent or greater edge basically defined. So um, there were tough breaks. We got like, we were on both Noah Fan and um, Jerry Judy's reception and yardage total, and they essentially split those down the middle. Um, we were, our big one basically was Sam Darnold, no interceptions, which he didn't throw, thankfully, but he did have, you know, the six sacks, which kind of are, you know, pretty significant detriment to the team as well. So those were some that kind of hit. It was pretty much an even night overall from that perspective. But yeah, we got, we got the Sam Darnold over rushing prop. It was actually, he hit it before he had the long touchdown, right? He had two carries in the, in the drive before he ran for the touchdown. I think he was at like 11 yards or something. So I was like, man, the only concern at this point is if they have to take a knee or something here late in the game and he drops below. And then the next play he went for a, uh, you know, 40 some yard touchdown run or something. So it was a, uh, good from that perspective to get that one out of the way quickly and yeah jerry judy um we had a few decent monkey knife fight options going on um so i unfortunately had two two of three on a parlay bet and we didn't i didn't necessarily choose the right one between uh noah fant or jerry judy for most receptions so that was kind of a, that was basically the one miss or uh, mark against us on the uh, player props tool tonight. So it was definitely good. You know, you always take a positive week. So yeah, even, I mean, definitely encourage the- everyone to check out PFS player props tool. That's available to all elite subscribers, and you can get that with for twenty five percent off. Use promo code GameDay twenty five now through October eighth. Receive twenty five percent off your elite subscription and start checking out some player props. Ben, this has been great. I love watching Thursday night football. I love watching Thursday night football between Sam Darnold and Brett Ripon. Uh, I, I think until next week, man. Looking ahead next week, who do we got next week? I think it's Buccaneers at Bears. I think it's a much, much better matchup than in that situation. Brady Foles action. That sounds like a good time for sure. Yeah. Brady Foles, maybe Trubisky, I 
guess who knows it's got to be falls at that point right so we'll be back we'll have a lot more player props coming up and uh yeah we'll have some great bets as well from green line so until next time austin gale ben brown tfs daily betting podcast